The views expressed in this presentation are those of the hosts and guests and do not represent the views of any lodge, grand lodge, appended body, or any other person or persons whomsoever. Eminent Grand Commander of the Knights Templar State of Illinois. Joe Farrell, uh, past master. And Mark. Patrick Robin. Companion Derek Hilfer. You are so yeah. fired up. And I've made so many good friends, some that drag you into podcasts. Confirm. All day. And you want to fix it, you want to help with the purple tassel. There's no, don't worry about it. Won't get it. I myself a part of that 10%. You join the shrine. These guys right. You're here. And don't call me a little I have no list. All right. All right. All right, guys. Come on. Quiet. Uh, Alex Edwards. Take him out. In five, four, three. Welcome, everyone, to the At Refreshment Masonic Video Podcast. Once again, I'm your host, Wesley Ruder, past master of Azure Green 770 and Raven Lodge 303 in Oswego, Illinois. Let's meet everyone else real quick. To my right, we have... Brock, uh, Raven 303. Confirmed. Uh, Eric Maxwell, Little Park Lodge, 1113. Uh, Party Marty, Villa Park Masonic Lodge, Past Masters, Secretary, High 12, Cryptic Council, Royal Arch, and Grotto, my friends. Oh, and Eastern Star. Many good things. Yosh. Yoshi, uh, past master of Villa Park Lodge, past high priest of Keystone Chapter, current monarch of Shayil, and Eastern Star, uh, Chapter Council and Commander. <laughs> <laughs> and our guest today we have Alex Edwards. Great to be here, guys. Thanks for having me. Thank, Thank you for coming. Thank you for coming out. It is an honor to be here. I'm a big fan of the show, and I watch it regularly, so it's a thrill for me to be here. There's so much line for the trend. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) right off the bat, right? I I, I feel terrible that you... Is he confirmed? Yeah, he is. he's confirmed. He is confirmed. He is confirmed. Yeah, I met him at an outdoor Masonic degree, and he told me he watched the show, I was like, you do? Oh, my goodness. I keep forgetting to talk to you about that. I want to know how that was, but that's another show. That's another show. awesome. He's like, I met him at this thing, and he's like, I watched the show. He's like, why? interesting places always work. Yeah, of course. All right. So, uh... Alex, what lodge are you from? Sure. So I'm uh, I'm a secretary of Meteor Lodge, number 283 in Sandwich. Okay. Meteor Lodge. That's such a cool name. It is a cool yeah, name. That yeah, that is. That really is. Yeah, it's been in Sandwich since 1858, one Ooh. year longer than the town itself. Oh, okay. So uh, All right. I'm secretary there. I've been junior deacon in the past, treasurer, but I think I'll be secretary... Uh, until I'm uh, called to the uh, Celestial Lodge. <laughs> so they, 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 do you, wait, well, hold on. Did, do you want to be worshipful, or are they, like, keeping you away from that? Or? No, I mean, I don't think so. I just, uh, I was treasurer at one time. I was junior deacon, so I was technically in line, but, you know, other needs were there, and mm-hmm. I don't have any real ambitions to do that. If it happens, I would you love you to. Can do like, I, you know what? You, you can do both. Our secretary's been doing that for years. Right. All of that is true. This is my personal opinion. Sure. If you're going to do the work 
of the treasurer, and then you're going to do the work of a secretary. You've they, already done master. You've done master, yeah, and they should. Master. If they do not give you honorary, they, they should just make you. That, that, yeah, but actually, you know. that's interesting, Alex. So you've never been a past master, right? No, never. And, and which is fine. It doesn't to get you as a brother. No, it doesn't. But you no, know no, what? it's deserved. But it's yeah. so super weird to see someone like I'm secretary. I run this place, but I've never been in that role. Right. So how did you just pivot right to that? Well, uh, there's a, a wonderful brother in our lodge uh, who was secretary for 20 plus years. God bless and, his heart. Uh, God oh, bless his life of a perpetual oh secretary. That's right. Yeah, right. And wow. uh, he's getting a little older and wanted to, uh, you know, hand down the, uh, the, you know, the reins, if you will. And uh, I was around and I was treasurer at the time, and I worked with him quite a bit. And he asked me if I wanted to be secretary and. I said, absolutely. Be so a certain degree, of course, it's up to election in the lodge itself, but he chose you. Well, he, he chose me to suggest me to the lodge, and then, of course, I was elected to. That's a great honor. Secretary. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I take it very seriously. That's good. You know, as you guys know, the secretary is the business manager of the lodge, so oh, yeah. a lot <clears throat> of things have to be done. And <laughs> He says seriously, like he took the blood oath of the secretary. Yeah, exactly. Actually, he'll know this and I might know this. Once you're a secretary, you end up in this like secret semi-club and just pissed off people <laughs> where we all just sit around and we're like, does anyone read your emails? No, no one reads my emails. Right, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Oh, yeah, I said to him like, Marty, this morning, he's like, oh, yeah, well, it was in the email. I'm like, Yoshi, you're in house today. Dude, I read it. Oh, I just wanted to know. Like, I want someone to give me a quick synopsis. There you go. Of the situation. I was trying to get ready and get out the door, you know, and then he calls me. He calls me up. He's like, and he just starts blaring at me, like yelling at me. Like, you're you're reading my emails. emails. I'm like, I'm reading half of the email. Yeah. <laughs> I read it. I just needed someone just to tell me real quick so I could get done. He needed ready. someone to confirm. There you like, go. Bam. Like, like I was telling him as I was passing him by in the moose. <clears throat> yes, once again, we're recording at the moose. Uh, I'm like, Marty, when the third, you know, message out of you comes, you're already at a 10, aren't you? Wow, did you piss me off? <laughs> oh, everything you say just pisses me off. So, all right, I'll oh, yeah. at 7.30 a.m. and I look at my text and there's already 42 texts. Yeah, <laughs> 42. <laughs> I said this wait, once. Wait, I'll say it again. I don't know about that. Be happy you, you're not part of the at refreshment. No, no, okay. There was no, a lot. So we're gonna give Alex his time, but let's just be honest. There's two insane people that are involved with the at refresher Masonic <coughs> video <coughs> podcast. Oh, it's me and Wes. <coughs> Wes. <coughs> what? <Sorry. laughs> and all I know is I, I'm literally walking out the door and I get the text message. Okay, nobody leave their house. You yet. guys yeah. notice yeah. I have on, not. Guys. I have not been texting a lot on there. So, but no, but that's me and Wes. Hey. We will fight to the death, but I hate to say it, half the time when everybody goes home, which is me and you sitting there going, well, are we going to do this or what? <laughs> and you know that's true. Yeah, well, I only have one leg to stand on. So. <laughs> you have three. That's a good leg yeah. to stand on. Kickstand, yeah. bro. Kickstand. I, I was trying to be modest. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm not this isn't a modesty game, but you know we're All right, come on. We're, we're here to we're digressing. Digress. Yeah, we're, we're, we're digressing. We're here to oh, talk go about ahead. I'm enjoying this. No, so, no, 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 no. We're here to discuss. He was just book. saying. I watched all your episodes, and now yeah. he's here in the middle of it and doesn't have to say a thing. <laughs> I know exactly. You know, Look, we are here to discuss this beautiful book. All right. So please, you know, explain that beautiful book that you're holding. Yes. Have you read it? I have read it from cover to cover ten times already. 
Right. Just not, not the email. Like, like, I just can't wait to talk about Colonel Sanders. I wonder yeah, if it's still <laughs> in, in the message thread. I throw in a biscuit. Wait, are you serious? You put that in the message? Oh, I'm terrible. I need to read your if I didn't do that, my goal of making Yoshi feel guilty succeeded. <laughs> oh, so you planned that out. So that was predetermined right there, huh? Yeah. So let, me, let me see that book. Let me see that book. It's a, it's a great book Look, by a great brother. We have, we have four failures who changed the world. Hey, exactly. that sounds like us. Exactly. <laughs> There's five of us here. You failed to count. Yeah, I know. You gotta remember, we've grown. There's more. We've grown that. now. It so sounds like you, every man that you tried. Are, you are like the Jason Newstead of Metallica without the bassist oh, dying. No. We oh. just ah! <laughs> ah! That's kind of a weird FU. I have two working legs. Hey, oh, wow. I still have two. You only have two. Oh, wow. My God. All right. like okay, while well, Eric goes full of ableist <laughs> on the West. So, Alex, you wrote a book. You shared it with everybody. You, did you self-publish? I self-published uh, through Amazon. The book's on Amazon. So, And it's Four Failures. Name of the book is uh, Four Failures Who Changed the World, The Truth About, Tru uh, the Truth About Success and Failure. Um, I wrote the book for myself, and I wrote the book for other people. I really wanted to dig in. Uh, a lot of people think that if they're, they don't achieve whatever they're trying to do, and this is not just money or business, it's about anything in life. If they don't achieve what they want to do in three months, then all of a sudden they think there's a failure. Yeah. And uh, the book is about four people who had huge impact, impact on, their, on their time and their lives and still do to this day. And the backstory of all the failure that they had before they became wildly successful and iconic people in our history. And those four people are Thomas Edison, Henry Ford, Abraham Lincoln, and believe it or not, Colonel Sanders. And a lot of people have Confirm. said to me, brother, Colonel. Brother. Brother. <laughs> he, is a, he is a brother and he was a Shriner as well. Um, Henry Ford was a Mason, so it just so happens that there's a couple of brothers in there. Mm -hmm. Which is neat. Uh, Abraham Lincoln wanted to be a Mason. He was going to do it when he was left he the office. Was he Demolay? No. I that's don't before Demolay time, I think. I could have I I swear he was. I'm sorry. But that's right. Lincoln was a fan of the Masons. Yeah. And, uh, he, uh, you know, the story is that he never got around to being able to be one. But uh, but he was a big fan and he yeah. enjoyed the fraternity. So that's very true. And for all of us, they go to Grand Lodge. You stop by all the different Lincoln Lincoln's amusement stuff. areas in Springfield, yeah. Illinois. Lincoln's a huge part of the state that all of us reside. Absolutely, in. Yeah. the yeah. land of Lincoln. He's our guy. Yeah, no, it's right. right. He acts more like a well. He acted more like a Mason than absolutely. Mason, as I know he sure did, and that um, includes yeah. myself. I mean. Just a quick question. So, how did you pick these four failures or these four guys' failures? Like, how did you settle That's on these great four questions? Yeah. There's a lot of idiots who worked it out later in the world. It's true. So, yeah. Well, well, Edison's a common one. The light bulb and the failures and a thousand ways not to do something. And right. That's kind of a common one. And Henry Ford, I can see, you know, but like, you know, Abraham Lincoln, I'm, you know, his failures and stuff like that. If you would have read the book, you would have known that there's other famous failures. Yeah. <laughs> well, that, that's in the bonus section. But how yeah, did you the bonus section? See, I didn't read the bonus section. So, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, well, that came in the edition you didn't buy, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I picked the four guys. I, I just happened to, uh, I love fried chicken, number one. So, of course, I had to pick Colonel Sanders, you know. But That's a good Mason. Now, a lot of people say to me, uh, why did you put uh, Edison Ford and Lincoln with Colonel Sanders, or put him with them, I should say. The reason for that is because Colonel Sanders, as a matter of fact, Marty, you mentioned this in a Facebook post, and that's why I that's how we actually told got you here. about yeah, my book. Uh, Colonel Sanders was 65 years old when he, Kentucky Fried Chicken finally 
hit. Yeah, yeah. I thought he was. And a he was about that, seventy but... something before franchising, correct? That's correct. I mean, yeah. he uh, he just had a lifetime of failure. Um, he was a very cantankerous, kind of a, a hard-to-get-along guy, a lot of arguments with people. Uh, he was a lawyer, got in a fight with a, uh, his own client in the courtroom. Uh, the guy just couldn't win for losing. Every time he'd have a restaurant, the highway, the government would bypass his restaurant with the highway in the name of progress. I mean, the guy just... Conspiracy. Yeah, couldn't, couldn't get anything going. He retired $105 a month in retirement, Social Security, even in the, at that time he was broke. And he got in his car, and for several months he was wearing his white suit at that time. He got in his car. The Kentucky Colonel outfit. The Kentucky Colonel outfit. Which is a fraternal outfit. order to itself. Exactly. Yeah. Was episode. he a colonel? Another episode. He was a, he was. He was a colonel, yeah. A Kentucky colonel. A, contern, a Kentucky colonel, exactly. Which is a whole you know, different It's not thing. a military colonel, it's a... Can, it's the Commonwealth of Kentucky. Right, it's, it's, it's an different. honorary oh, okay. title. Exactly. Yeah, it's a big that, deal. Yeah, it's like down, yeah, down there, it's a big deal, isn't it? Like it's the that's the highest rank like a, a civilian can achieve, right? Or something like that. No, it's like, a big deal. Yeah. So after he retired, he got in his car with his suit on and drove all over the country. And the idea was is that he wanted to sell his special eleven herbs and spices to regular restaurants like Marty's restaurant, you know, Yoshi's yeah. restaurant, mm-hmm. and just get a couple of cents per piece of chicken royalty. And everyone told him, get out of my place, you're crazy, whatever. And it was a big deal every time he had to go and do it because he had the bread, the chicken, and the pressure cooker, and the whole thing and everything. And finally, finally, at the age of 65, he met a guy that finally said, this is going to be big. And that's when Kentucky Fried Chicken took off. So I put him in the book as a lesson that no matter what your age are, until you're in that box in the hearse, it's never too late. Exactly. That's yeah. an amazing thing. Yeah, that's awesome. how I feel about this show at the tender age of 25. <laughs> you know, hey, we're really hey, popular. Hey, remember we were talking about that fireplace earlier? <laughs> we're about yeah. to hit We're yeah. really popular yeah. among degenerates. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. No, but it's such an interesting thing to talk about because that dude's life was failure, failure, yep. failure. And then even when he was franchising, because he used to travel after he sold them, then he'd show up like a year later and they weren't cooking the chicken right. You'd yeah. freak out. Yeah. 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 Exactly. You need to attack yeah. the people. Yeah. Like, brother, I mean, I, and he is Brother Sanders in every which way. I think yeah. he's a 33rd degree, I'm pretty sure. I believe you're yes, right about is. that. Yeah. 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 He's got, if not, he should no, be. Uh, he's got the Scottish Rite, the Shrine, the Square and Compass, and I think. The York right on his tombstone. Tombstone, yeah. 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 Well, no, if, depending on which uh, KFC you go into, a lot of them still have his picture up. Yeah. And a lot of them have the picture. Yeah, he lapel. has he has his lapel pins are yeah. all Masonic lapel yeah. pins. Yeah, I, I feel yeah, like I, I should have a picture of him up in my kitchen. Just We should. Under, you know. I mean, uh, honestly, Colonel yeah. Sanders is America. And in a lot of yeah. ways, Colonel Sanders also bred... His backup guy, who was originally brother Dave Thomas. Think about how Masonic that is for a moment. You're not doing my chicken right. No, 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 uh, no, no. It's not done the way I did it in my days. That is very, yeah. think about you it. Know That's what? very that, past master. Like, no, yeah, you are not yeah. cooking it at my temperature. You are not cooking it with 11. You are using 10. And believe me, I cannot taste that 11. It's Colonel Sanders once Think said, about that. I'm too drunk. Think about to that. Taste this chicken. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know if he if he if he was consumed with past master itis at this time, but that is I think, very misunderstood. No, I mean, no, I this I mean, man no, had a concept he knew that worked, and he wanted to keep it going. Yeah, that's it. No, like at the core of it, yeah, you're right. I mean, you. you I know yeah. I'm right. I just like hearing it. Yeah, look at this. <laughs> 
So <laughs> what about uh, Thomas Edison in there? Like, how did you come upon Thomas Edison and, you know, his failures? Yeah, well, Thomas Edison was, uh, obviously, we'd all be sitting in the dark here and, and microphones and the motion picture camera. Yeah, I'm looking at like 19 light bulbs, and, if I'm being honest. Exactly. Thomas Edison, uh, as a kid, his teacher would always go back to his mother and say, there's something seriously wrong with this kid. I mean, today he would be in special education and on medication and all this other kind of stuff, and he was one of these kids that he just didn't fit in. Mm -hmm. He kept asking his teacher why all the time, why, why, why? And his teacher actually wrote his mother a question or a letter that said, uh, we're so sorry, but we don't really think Tom is going to be too much in life. He's not going to accomplish too much. And uh, as a great love story, his mother never told him that story. His mother told him that the teacher said he was a wonderful boy and he's going to do fine and he's got great potential. And it was only after his mother died that he saw the letter from his uh, from the teacher saying that he wasn't going to amount to anything. Um, obviously, Thomas Edison is the ultimate <coughs> excuse me lesson in perseverance. Um, I've heard this number many, many times, uh, 1,000, 3,000, whatever it is. Thomas yeah. Edison failed thousands of times yeah. to make the incandescent light bulb light up and stay lit up without blowing in a short time. And he always said, I didn't find a thousand times oh, ways to make it work or make it fail. I found uh, 999 ways that didn't work, but I found one way that did work. You want to talk about a guy that changed the world, um, we would be in the dark, literally, if it wasn't for Thomas Edison. Yeah. Uh I know there's um, yeah, well, two things. I, I detect a bit, yeah, I know you guys are going to laugh, a bit of stoicism in this because the, when, you, when you fail and you know it, you're trying to improve yourself and you never give up. Right. So they end that. But um, I don't know if it's in here. I don't want to read the whole thing. But there was also a story of I don't want to read the whole thing either. Yeah. Anyway, so. <laughs> the, uh, there was a story of Edison. He had some sort of like fireproof factory or... Uh, some sort of apparatus to, that was fireproof. I don't remember exactly what it was, but <laughs> his warehouse that was made of that fireproof stuff caught up in flames, and it burned a bright green. And he called or whatever, told his family, don't cry, you better watch this because you're never going to see something like this ever again. Hmm. And I, I don't know if you put that in here, but that that's a story... Well, I know of Edison. You did a lab fire. Yeah, I was going to say, Wes, that reminds me of a story. Maybe this is the same thing. Uh, late in his career, Edison, one of his labs caught on fire, and he was out there, and everybody was upset and everything, and all the fire trucks and everything. Uh, and Edison said, don't be upset because all my mistakes are now burning up. In other words, all the things that he didn't make right or failed at or whatever, they're all burning up, so now he can start huh. fresh. I mean, that's the ultimate optimism. Yeah. No, right? it, it, yeah. It's, it's so. a healthy optimism. It's supposed to be. I mean, I, yeah. I, I try. I mean, I fail a hell of a lot. All of us I do. Mean, these yeah. guys let me know when I fail all the time. All of us do. Well, you know what, dude? If you can't have your friends and your brothers tell you you failed and, you know, not get upset and just decide that you want to do better, then what I mean, What good are they? You know? I mean, well, the, well, the truth well, truth will come so to you. Sometimes you don't want to hurt somebody's feelings. I'm sorry, you know, but that's a day and age. Look at, look at, there's a, okay, where look people it, don't want to hurt There's a way to feelings. do it. There's a way to do it. Right. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Is. And, you know, we have, you know, some of us have that way of doing it and telling us, hey, you're messing up. Or you have the Marty and me way and be like, what's wrong with you? Yeah. You know? <laughs> like, you there's know? not a soft touch within our inner no, communication. No, no, there okay. isn't. 
You know? It's usually it's a couple good. drinks in. Hey, yeah. man. <laughs> <laughs> you know you're up, right? I've yeah. seen your posts on Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Dude, great. you know what's funny? Okay. You know, that's funny <laughs> you mentioned it. I, I posted something weird on Facebook a few, uh, few weeks, a few months back. And, like, I got so many phone calls. Like, bro, <laughs> is everything okay? And I'm like, yeah. Everything's fine. Why? Try to express like, Yeah, I'm just, I'm just, you know, it was just, you know, I felt, I felt like a brother posted it, and I was like, you know what? I feel this. I'm gonna post it too. Like, you know, it was like one of those repost things, and like I had so many people reaching out to me, be like, bro, what's going on? Hey, what's going on? I'm like, nothing. Whoa, chill. <laughs> you know, Wes, you're just like Thomas Edison, okay? <laughs> Except for light bulbs, it's memes. Yeah. You know, you didn't find, a, you know, a thousand yeah. memes that didn't work. You found 999 <laughs> memes uh, that we shouldn't post. But one was pure gold. Well, that's not the first time I've heard that one. I mean, I... Look, you know I what? Know. No, hold okay. on. Okay, like I said, wait, wait. You're following Alex's episode here, but the thing is, is that if I send you guys something and nobody says anything... To me, that is kind of our fault. Because That's bro, look at bro, look, dude, admit the, that. we. Oh man, I'm looking for spell checks. To us at two in the two. No, 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 no. Mark and you last night, you son of a. At one thirty, two in the morning. Yeah, I was dude. asleep. <laughs> you guys were texting oh, last. Oh yeah, I was just stuck as a. So, anyways, but I forgot what I was getting. At. Okay, one other thing I wanted to ask. Did you know that um, Edison and Henry Ford were actually really good friends? They were very good friends. Henry Ford, as a young man, worked for the Edison Illumination Company or Edison Illuminating in Detroit. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, yes, and then they later became very, very good friends. There's and a, not only that, they've done some really cool stuff that was like originated as them being such good friends. They had another guy that they also hung out with. And they did one of the first coolest things ever back in the day because they were all so wealthy and they were able to do this. They decided, let's have a guy's road trip around America. And for three years, those dudes just traveled around to all the big cities mm -hmm. around and just scoped it out and talked to people and talked about ideas and their ideas and expressed their business and spread their stuff all over. And they just traveled the entire country. Spread their stuff. Oh, well, hey, Brock, man. that was good, Brian. I'm talking, good. uh, what are well, these guys doing on their trip together? I don't know. The yeah, third they're just was, rocking uh, out with their Brock out. Spreading yeah. your stuff around. The third guy was Harvey Firestone, actually. They exactly. Were, was it? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, wow, okay. Very, oh, because actually, too. if you look at actually the Ford relationship to Firestone from the original days. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's Bigfoot, a lot dude. of stuff there. Bigfoot, yeah. bro. Yeah. I mean, dude, it's so cool, though, that those guys, like, how... There's a bunch Firestone of conspiracy theories the out there, and I know that that's a hot topic right now. Is uh, the conspiracy theories are big haters on uh, those guys and their trip and what they did? But uh, the funny pretty thing cool, about, dude. Funny thing about their trips, you look at pictures of them. They were camping and stuff, and they had like bow ties on and jackets and fishing with suits on. Yeah, and, so that used to pretty... be the camping gear. Right now, when we camp here at the Eight to Eight Moose, we don't quite do that, but we, similar moose. Most. All right. So uh, with that, uh, we're gonna have to take a break real quick. Oh. Refill our drinks if we need them. All right. Yeah. It's okay. It's okay. All right. All right. We'll be right back.
talking about Alex Huntley's book, The Four Failures That Changed the World. Now hold that up, Yosh. Yeah, hold it up, Yosh. He can't trying, read. It's okay. trying, you know, trying to pretend to read here, you know. He can't read. It's okay. All right, before we get into this, you're a member of Meteor Lodge. Are you affiliated with any other Masonic bodies? Yes, I'm a proud member of the Medina Shriners, and I'm okay. the president of the uh, Mighty Medina Mini Choppers. Oh, oh good. Uh, that is one of the awesomest units. It, 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 correct me if I'm wrong, isn't, when you look at the history, one of the newer units? Yeah, as a matter of fact, this year we're going to be celebrating our 20th anniversary. So, Which yeah, isn't much cool. by Shriners. No, Shriners not by, yeah. nothing. Yeah. There's nothing. A yeah. lot of the... Uh, the Medina Patrol, as a matter of fact, my understanding is the oldest parade unit in all of Shrindom. Not just really? Medina, but all of Shrindom. Wow. Yeah. Going back to about 1898. Well, if you go back, it used to be they would just march. Now, I mean, now they have the segways and everything, but right. it used to be just a straight marching order. Right, exactly. So uh, stay busy with the mini choppers. I'm also the master of ceremonies for Medina, which I'm very proud to uh, serve. Awesome. As. Oh, congratulations. Oh, nice. Yeah, I appreciate that. Master of ceremonies is a big, big position. <laughs> I don't, I'm not even a Shriner, and I know that's important. <laughs> yeah, right. There you go. So, what initially inspired you to write a book? Well, I've always been a seeker. I've always tried to figure things out as much as I can. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, being a fellow human being like the rest of us, uh, you try and make your way through life and try and do things. And then one day you think, like, gee, <clears throat> am I any different than anyone else? And the good news is, the good news and the bad news is, no, you're not. These were human beings who just persevered and hung, hung in and uh, did what they needed to do, and eventually they made it. And that's the message of the book, is that you are no different than any of these people that right. I wrote about. And, um, you know, uh, Zig Ziglar, who is a great motivational guy who, whom I listen to quite a bit, he says, failure is an event, not a person. Uh, wow. And if you look at people who have that's really powerful. done yeah. things. That is powerful. I, mean, is. I that think about powerful. that a lot. That is powerful. Um, yeah. If you look at people who have really just hung in there with things, uh, it doesn't happen in two months or three months sometimes. You know? Oh, yeah. No, it doesn't. Um, one, of the, one of the kind of uh, other failures Marty, I think, mentioned in the book is that there was a music group many years ago. They were trying to get some gigs, and their manager got a letter saying, please send anyone except for this particular group. We cannot... <laughs> have them anymore and by the way guitar groups are on their way out mr epstein and it was the beatles and two years later they were 73 million people were watching them on the ed sullivan show so oh, wow. i mean those are the kind of examples so to answer your question it's just really i just really needed to understand for myself and hopefully help other people that i'm no different than these guys you're no different from these guys no person there's no magic goofus dust on these people that allowed them to do what they did. We're all capable of it. Yeah. All right. And you're explaining it, and I was going to say this anyways, but you summed that up very well in this portion of your book. <clears throat> and I quote from your book, if one person reading this book fully accepts and internalizes that they are no different from these iconic legends, then its writing will have been worthwhile. For in the end, life truly plays no favorites and it's true i mean it seems very obvious but when it's said to you in a certain way like that it's more really a realization that yeah you are correct yeah it really is and and the more all of us can take that into our hearts and really work with that and believe that you know the much better off you're going to be i think all right i mean not that your book is the same as the show but 
the the idea was is by doing this, if it changes one person's life or brings one per person to Freemasonry and is happy about it, then we've succeeded. Absolutely. Yeah. And one of the reasons you know? I love this show so much. All right, I, maybe not Brock, but. I was going to say, I remember one meeting we had, and we had 10 people that were following. I'm like, guys, is this really worth 10 people, man? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. But Marty and Dave both looked at each other and said, yes, it is worth 10 people. But you I see, remember. that's a great example, though, Brock. Like, I've heard Marty, what, 6,000 people? Per episode, watch uh, the show. <laughs> no, no, no. If you count about everything we're on, about eight thousand views per episode. Yeah. What are you, so you talking about? No. No. Shut you up. know, uh, I started. Let's just right go with it. A good number. In the curtains, More like ten. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I joined up after watching the first episode. Did you really? I did. I did. Yeah, dude. He, uh, he, why did you put that on your resume? He decided to join Freemasonry because he watched... I, I joined because of what Yoshi said in the first episode is that uh, Kim said, why not? And he couldn't come up I'm a cool guy, right? And uh, it just so happened that that same day I watched that first episode, Cassandra said, why not? And I couldn't come up with a response. And I, uh, I followed in Yoshi's footsteps. And then I joined oh, yeah. everything Marty joined. Ooh, sorry. Yeah, Marty. Marty <laughs> if y'all remember, like the guy, the shady guy in the uh, overcoat, that'd be like, "Hey, I got, I got, I got this. <laughs> yeah. I, I got this. That's Marty with charters." And, you just want Chai Ill? Chai Ill? Who's Carter? Who's Carter? Petitions. You know, but you know what though? I mean, honestly, I'm not. I love everything I've joined. You know, everything Absolutely. I've joined is great. Absolutely, you know, I had yeah. a lot of fun with it. You know. Mm -hmm. I, I loved coming on to this. Like I remember when you when you just like blindsided me and Marty about it. At uh, your credit. Yeah, at a York credit. Yeah, like I swipe you know? swipe swipe you guys in a car. <laughs> no, but like you you know spiritually, yeah, you did. Yeah. You know, like, no, seriously, like, <laughs> it was more like that's what you guys were thought you were doing to me. No, we yeah. were, I mean we were just and telling you know stories that we should not do, which we tell each other after every event we go to. Bro, we need to stop telling our stories. You, like, yeah, you know, the and you're like you're over there, and you got this like look on your face, and we're like, oh man, we're sorry. And he's like, no, you're you guys are hilarious. Yeah, and then like all of a sudden, before the day was over, he's like, hey, would you guys want to do a podcast? I know. Me and you were hosting Breakfast Confessional. Yeah, yeah. Over uh, sweet rolls <laughs> yeah. and uh, crappy coffee at, yeah. at a York Red event, Joliet. God bless all their hearts. Uh, no, no, we love you, and a bunch of other things, but. <laughs> And then Wes was just staring at us, and then it turned into, hold on, I've always wanted to have a podcast. You you guys were already together. Yeah. Then he found us, yeah, and then we're right. like, hey, we might have a producer who has disappeared in the ether at this point of the game. But you know what, but dude? it was so cool. Honestly, and it worked out. Then we yeah, got Eric, we got Alex, uh, Phil, a bunch of our cronies are hanging out. Like we, yeah. we got a well, squad, man. Okay, well, we know what possessed all of us to get on the show. What, <clears throat> what was the appeal of us that made you want to watch? Well, I was just, just going to say that. The reason I love this show is that it's just super down-to-earth, everyday guys. You talk about real stuff, and yet at the foundation of all of it, you are just solid, principled guys that believe in eternal principles of Freemasonry, and you're out there trying to help your fellow humans. True. And you have fun, and you're real, and you joke, and there's a, <clears throat> a youthful feel to it all. And... Uh, I'm just attracted to it like crazy. I just love the show. I watch it all the time. Listen to it in my car when I'm driving around. I love it. Thank you, brother. Um, Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. You're welcome. Yeah, I appreciate it. And it's a great privilege for me to be here. It's a thrill for me to be here. So I can't believe it. I'm sorry. Yeah, I need to get a life, right? I need to get a life. 
No, I met him at the outdoor degree, and he's like, dude, is Marty as cool as he is? Like, what is he, man? Is he real? I'm like, he's, he's as like, cool hell as no. he's he's a- he turned around, he's like, is Marty really cool, as cool as he's on the dude. show? And Marty turns around off camera. He's really just an intellectual. Oh, he's getting... and you had and you had to say that with Stephanie in the audience. She's never gonna listen. Yeah, she's right dying over there. She's trying so hard not to laugh out loud. Like she's turning red. It, oh my god, it's great. Oh, man, no, it, was, it was so cool, man. It's so awesome to meet fans and like people. It who is love it the is. show because. You see it. We just recorded as friends, and we don't think about like these cameras are attached no, to the internet. No, no. Right. dude, so, I still, dude. Whenever, like, I can't even tell you how many times I go somewhere and they're like, oh, "I love the show. I love the show." I'm like, "What? Well, what show? What show? I don't want to talk about. What show are you yeah. talking about? You know, we're still. I mean, look. I know a lot of people. Like a lot of famous people talk. We're not famous, but I'm just saying. A lot of people talk. Oh, I'm a down to earth person and everything. You know, like no, like most of us, we don't even know. We we it doesn't even register. That was a cool guy approved like, message. Yeah, that is a cool guy. Cool guy yeah, yeah, cool guy. I hate you guys for that so much, you <laughs> bastards. God, no, Dave, you don't. Dave did that to me. <laughs> a lot of things have been done to a lot of people. <laughs> Alex, this is your only book, though, right? Yes, it's my only book. So far. So far. So I've far. thought about writing others. What, but, what uh, year did you publish this? Uh, 2016. Okay. And I'm going to tell you, you, so this, right. the whole way you ended up here in a stranger, by the way, is I was posting some weird Facebook posts about how I love Colonel Sanders. Right. And a lot of my thing is I'm 36 years old. I don't know what I want to be when I grow up. I live in my mom's basement with my wife. That's a true story. It's a very nice basement, okay? It's a freaking <coughs> apartment. Beautiful okay? house. Don't, yeah, like, don't yeah. let them fool no, you, I, okay? Yeah, yeah I, I'm from good stock. But no, but the whole thing is, I'm still a dude who's out here chasing my dream. I'm a dude laying a dude right. disguised as another dude. And I kind of see myself a Colonel Sanders who didn't find himself later. And then you're like, hey, man, I got this book. You mailed it to me immediately. I read it. I took it in. This is going to sound horrible. You mailed your book to him and I had to pay for it? He's an artist. That whole face of me being the face of this show, that's just All right, now. Time, Shut time up. out. Because you are. Time out, brother. Time out. What else? I, I am a terrible businessman. I, 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 I was grateful to spend the $10. I give $9, by the way, just for the record. Well, I had to pay for shipping. Oh, there you go. You That's not get, his fault. You need to get Prime. You need to get Prime. Yeah, it, it was Prime. I give my book. I know I offered to give it to you. I, I just, Phil, our brother no, here, I, Phil, I said, he said, I want to buy one. So, no, I'll give it to you. No, so I, I give them I away all the time. specifically so. telling Everybody you when I was at one. Meteor, buy no, his book. I will buy it. That's true. Okay. I, I'd yeah, rather I give you the money for it. No, because that's, know, that's, just, that's, that's brotherhood joke, right yeah. there. Yeah, that's brother's time. Brotherhood. I mean, it's twenty dollars. I mean, if it was like a hundred dollars, and like, well, maybe Dude, yeah, I'll it, take it. It's a but. very good book. It's a very affordable book, and it covers a lot of great principles. And actually, so your book hits one of my favorite criteria. It's not long. Right. That's <laughs> the goal no, of it. Right. It sounds like it sounds like I can't. It's a good book, though. It's digestible. Really? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And that's why I made it. I kept it short because I just wanted it to be a quick read. Which quick is cool. So I could read a book like this, and I could go back to my lodge and I'd be like, "Hey, let me tell you about these points of this, and they're not too crazy." It, and it's not. It's super relatable, right? So you can Matter put this lit. book out to your your lodge or you mm-hmm. know your group of friends, and it's not so long that somebody's going to get lost in it and just quit reading. It. Right. Exactly. No. It's easily digestible. It, it's it's, it's not one good weekend of reading. And yeah. it's one good weekend of reading that can change your life. Yeah. If you're Wes, it's two hours of reading. About just about, yeah. I read slower than Wes. I read yeah, slower. Yeah, it's too, like 
I know. Every time you guys tag Wes is reading like six books at one time. Yeah, I tend to do that. So the main theory, though, that I picked up from this book, from all the brothers, brothers or great Americans that you mentioned that failed and didn't, you highlighted Henry Ford, who modernized the assembly line, modernized cars, did a bunch of stuff, but went from failure, failure, failure to success. Right. Back to failure. Right. And that's the one thing we all really have. That's my main takeaway always from your book is when I kind of got done with it is you always have to reinvent yourself to stay relevant to the game. Yeah, well, let's talk about that because Marty mentioned that before the show because uh, that really is an important part of the book. So you can be successful. And as Marty said, if you don't adapt and change with the world, you're going to flop again. And the greatest example of that with Henry Ford, when the Model T came out in 1909, it literally changed the world forever. Every car you see on the way over here today is the descendant of the Model yeah. T. No matter what. It doesn't matter it's what direct, maker but, model it yeah, is. But, but the thing is, too, is that it, don't be discouraged. You don't have to reinvent the car. No, no. Tesla has just improved it, upon Exactly. It. They took yeah. an idea and improved upon it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But here's the thing about that. They made 15 million Model Ts. Get that, mm. get that around. Yeah, wow. Get your mind around that. It's mind-blowing, okay? So by the 1920s, 50% of the cars on the road, 50%, for those of you in business, 50%, how'd you like to have that market share? 50% of the cars on the road were Model Ts. Uh, I don't even think there is a car company that's like that today. No, By the end of the 20s, there's no company that's like that. There's no company that's like that. Nestle Water, that's a whole other story. Yeah, Yeah. right. (laughs) So what happened was by the end of the 20s, and this is what Marty was alluding to, by the end of the 20s, uh, Chevrolet, Dodge, Plymouth were starting to come out with all kinds of cars, different colors. The Model T had a strange transmission. They were Other companies were coming up with the regular stick shift and everything. Henry Ford had a son named Edsel, who was much more of a man of that time. He was a very sophisticated guy, very cultured, all that kind of stuff. He said to his father, Dad, Model T sales are slipping. We're starting to get in trouble here. And he said, we need to come up with a new car because all these other new car companies are coming up with all this stuff. He said, no, the Model T is the greatest car ever. It will be the one forever. We don't need to change. He finally convinced his father that they need a new modern modern car. And that is when the Model A came out after the Model T. So, and sold another 5 million cars and saved Ford. And Ford's been saved two or three times since then. The Mustang, the Taurus. Yeah. Um, yeah. There was a car named the Edsel that was named after the Sun. Or even flop. now with going into Rivian for their new trucks and all that. That's a whole Exactly. So I think what Marty was talking about is that you have to, to, to keep your success, keep your thing going, whatever that happens to be. We all have to adapt and evolve and change with the world going around us. Is that what yeah. you meant? And that's, yeah. I think that's what well, you were. He said to. it much more artistically, but he's right. I was going to say, but that did yeah. not sound yeah. like anything. No, it doesn't sound like a Mark And like the only way I could really, I hate to say it, describe it almost right now, and we kind of go through the lens of the social media world we're in, look at the Paul brothers. And I know everyone's going to go, oh, the Paul brothers, Disney Channel, YouTube, into some form of professional fighting or WWE, there always has to be a transition. When you're at your they apex of, yeah, they've they do, they do. <laughs> but no, no, they but don't what, have our podcast. They don't have ours. But <laughs> no matter what, you got to take it to that next level, and that's where the next thing is. Or even Elon Musk, uh, you know, PayPal oh. and the Tesla and the Twitter. The there's an evolution. Companies doing different yeah. things. Yeah. There's three words: evolve or die. 
Yeah, yeah, evolve or die, yeah. or like try to try something new well, or dude, die. And another you know, like, thing honestly, about Ford, and you know, they also went through their whole racing period where Ford got into racing and to, exactly to right. reclaim Kick all that. Kick Ferrari's and, ass. Yeah, yeah Ford versus facts. Ferrari. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That movie, I totally <laughs> forgot there is a movie about that. Yeah, yeah but that's yeah. a whole that's a yeah. whole. And that was a really yeah, that really big documentary. Adam Carolla did too. What happened with that was that Henry Ford II, that was Edsel's son, Henry Ford's grandson, took over the company in 1945. He wanted to buy Ferrari. And Enzo Ferrari said, no, I'm not selling to you. And no one tells Henry Ford II that I'm not going to do something, right? Well, of course. So he said, okay, well, I'll just beat you at Le Mans. And that's the story of Carroll Shelby and Ken Miles. And, and yeah, that's that was my love Ford and Ferrari. racing that's stuff. That's what the movie was all about. So There's cool. been several yeah. good documentaries, but, yeah, but that wasn't Le Mans, man. That was a 24-hour race. That was a whole other thing. Yeah. Yeah. That was a real test of manliness. Three dude, drivers that stuff still car. goes on today, dude. And hearing about, like, endurance racing and, like, prepping brakes and tires and suspension and dude it is arrow it's awesome oh and trust me i love ncaa funny cards so and all cool. that stuff like you know down the quarter mile that endurance stuff that's the real test yeah <laughs> have a masonic racing well I, i've got some fun times for us so i'm going to read a quote by somebody that you put in your book and i want all of you guys yeah tell me who you think it is oh, okay this ought to be um, good I was rejected by the University of Southern California Film School twice. You wait, wait, wait. If you, you, if you don't, just wait. Everybody on the panel, then go. Is this Jim Morrison? Jim Morrison went to film school. Yes. Yes. So it's Jim Morrison. No, go. Yeah, yeah, Jim Morrison. Yeah, sure. Okay, you All think right. it was Jim Morrison? <laughs> All right, Yoshi, who do you think it was? I sure, yeah. It, it was no, him. It was no, I know I, it's wrong, but I'm gonna say Kenneth Anger just for I, the I'm not, dude. I'm so, not good at stuff like that. And so. what was your answer, Mark? It's either Lucas or Spielberg. Steven Spielberg. Oh wow. Uh. So if somebody thinks they know the right one, I'll, I'll wait for them to answer. But picture that. that though. Remember, everyone that's shutting you down today, everyone going, "Hey, you can't hit it like you can." It's Spiritually, the same guy who told Spielberg to go. Nah. Look, you know, you gotta remember. Can't there's always those movie. haters that, that right, are gonna right, be right. out there. There's always, no matter what, what you do, there's gonna be what? somebody that's gonna say you can't do it. It's not good enough. You're Either not that, good enough. Look, and you need Michael, to move past Michael that. Jordan. Michael Jordan uh, based his success around his failures. He, he, he failed nine thousand shots. You just told us thunder. Yeah. 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 Oh, that, was the, 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 that was the next. That was the next. Hey, look, I didn't even read the book. We had read. to watch that episode of our podcast. <laughs> That's funny. All right, but you're, no, it's right. true though. Yeah. You're always going to have somebody that's going to. There's. You know, what? I'm not going to quote every word he said, but if you know who Cat Williams is. Cat Williams has, no, no, has a real man. A real no, a real no, man. Real like guy, like yeah, he yes. talks about haters and how they're needed, and he doesn't say it as nicely as I do, but it's true. You need you need the haters. Like look at we get hated on a lot. Yeah, and we need them. We need them because need it fuels us to be better and 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 to show what well, we can. I'll do. I'll tell you what, they've got nothing on this next quote. Okay, all right. So we got to bring it bring this up a little bit. We were plagued with problems. And failure for years until one day we actually flew in the air. The Wright brothers? Yeah, the Wright brothers. I'm going to go later to that to the first space shuttle. Oh, like NASA? Uh, okay. I'm going to go with the Wright brothers. Mark? Uh, Wright brothers. It was the Wright brothers. Okay. All right. Uh, 
Read, read the car one, Wes. The car one's pretty good. The car one? Yeah, Wes. Come on. Yeah, Wes. Wes. Oh, yeah, yeah, the guys whose first name I can pronounce. Okay, all right. <laughs> After the war ended, I was rejected for a job as an engineer by Toyota Motors. Any... I got nothing. <laughs> Disqualified. Uh, Mitsubishi into Diamond Star and all that stuff was a whole other game. I don't know what error you're doing. I'm, I'm just gonna say Lee Iacocca could be safe. See a Rochio? Honda. Oh, oh I okay. got it. Okay. Don't you race it. Hondas? Yeah, yeah you race Hondas. It. You're the Honda yeah. guy. It was at this moment that he knew. We should redo that. Can we take that back? <laughs> you, have <a> <laughs> that you have a Honda sweatshirt that you wear. All right. Let me hit that one. One more real quick. We got to do shouts out because then it's going to go off. All right. I struck out over 1,300 times at bat during my career. Babe Ruth. Sammy Sosa. Ted Williams. Babe Ruth. Barry Bonds. Babe Ruth. That was Babe Ruth. Yeah. Even though nope. Barry Bonds is my guy, I actually have to play it. So, uh, real quick, that brings us to the end of our episode, which is shout-out and shots-out. So, does anybody have a shout-out they would like to give? Uh, to you, five failures and one success. Yeah. yeah. Actually, to guys like Alex and the guys you've been in this fraternity that make it worthwhile. To those dudes that you find that five minutes of conversation with to make sure you're connected for the rest of your lives because you know you're on that cosmic mission together. Yeah. God bless dudes like this who write books. God bless guys like this who are lodge secretaries and take over the shrine clubs and do all that stuff. Alex, to you, my friend. The real workers. Thank you. To the you, brothers. To you. Alex. Cheers, yeah. guys. And I just want to say every one of you are fantastic brothers, my kind of guys, and thank I can't you. tell you what a thrill it is to be here today. Oh, so I appreciate you, you lying thank on the, you show. So much for coming to the show. It means a lot to me. I'm not under oath, so I can lie. So I, I hope we did your book uh, justification. It was, no, it's, it's super digestible, <laughs> super easy to read, but you'll take so much. There's so much it. information in it. It's well worth the read. It's on Amazon. If everyone anyone is interested, we'll in put it, the link so. up. Well, I'll, I'll put the link up. No, so. I'm gonna need a signed copy. Yeah, of course. Well, oh, yeah. Yeah. Once now, again, it's the four four failures who changed the world. And you might as well sign them before do it. I see Now, listen, go. guys, I'll sign them, but I better not see them on eBay. No, um, no, okay? no, never, no. never, never. <laughs> not to your debt, Alex. Not not, your yeah, debt. not to your debt. They're going to go for broke. No, we don't do eBay. We do Etsy. There you go, Etsy. Not to be confused with Etsy, but Etsy. So. All right, everyone. Well, that's our episode. Thank you for watching. If you haven't figured out on the things going by on the screen, we are on YouTube, Rumble, or you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and iHeartRadio, and many others. Yeah, every time I hear Rumble, I think of uh, when a song breaks the minions like I'm trying to I can see that. Yeah. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Yeah. Hit that like button. You know, small click for you. Big deal for us. Yeah. <laughs> Tug on that subscribe beard. All right, everyone. Thanks for watching. Thanks, everybody. Yep. Take care. Bye-bye. Namaste. I love you.